Welcome to Musicals with Impact, a podcast that is part of the Broadway Refocus Project, exploring Broadway's past with the goal to reshape its future. In each episode, we learn about a new and innovative musical that encompasses BIPOC, transgender, queer, women, disabled, and other underrepresented voices. We celebrate a culture-shifting musical as it begins its journey to the Broadway stage. Musicals with Impact is developed in partnership with New York Theatre Barn, a not-for-profit theater company that incubates original musicals that tell untold stories, produced by Fashion Consort and part of the FC Podcast Network. And now, your host, Spencer Williams, musical theater educator, composer, and playwright. For today's episode, Broadway Refocused is delighted to welcome G. Victoria Campbell, writer and composer of the new musical, Treason, an eco-musical. A new musical theater writer, Victoria has created this entire musical during the COVID pandemic in Switzerland. Treason, an eco-musical is set in present day North America in the beautiful landscape of the Pacific Northwest, where many respect nature, but others seek to destroy it. Treason is educating, inspiring, and entertaining listeners about climate change on its debut concept album released on January 15th, 2021 on all music platforms. We are excited to learn more about the story and music of Treason today on Musicals with Impact. Thank you for joining us to explore these important new shows in the musical theater canon. You can learn more about the Broadway Refocus project and curriculum on the Broadway Refocused website. Please share with your family and friends so that we can continue these powerful conversations that uplift new voices and stories for Broadway. And now, this week's episode. This is Jess Betancourt, the host of DNA ID, the only true crime podcast that exclusively covers cases solved using forensic genealogy. DNA ID goes behind the headlines to answer your questions about this remarkable new crime-solving tool, how it works, how cases are selected, why the cases were unsolved for so long, and how the justice system is addressing it. I include input from law enforcement to give you the inside scoop that we all crave with a straightforward, no-nonsense delivery. You can find DNA ID on any podcast platform. Episodes come out weekly on Mondays. Today, our guest is coming all the way from Switzerland to talk about her amazing new musical, Treason, an eco-musical. So welcome, G. Victoria Campbell from Switzerland. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Absolutely. First off, I want to say this is kind of amazing because I actually found out about your musical through Instagram. Uh, (laughs) And I'm just excited to talk to you about this. The tagline comes through, because Earth is dying, we must do everything we can to inspire the world toward action. So I saw that and I thought, absolutely. Climate change is definitely on the forefront of everyone's mind. And I just love the intersection of musical theater and this topic. So why don't we just start with a little bit about you and how you started to write this musical? Yeah, my background is actually in psychology, although I grew up performing and singing in choirs my whole life, so definitely have a passion and interest in the arts and the theater. I was working in corporate America for the last decade, and I really just transitioned into writing musicals this year, 
the spring during the COVID pandemic. So I consider myself brand new and Treason is my one and only musical right now. So I'm from Seattle, even though right now I live in Switzerland. And I hadn't been back to the Northwest since I moved. And so with the pandemic, I obviously couldn't travel and I was really bummed, really missing home. And I started to get pretty nostalgic, just writing about the beauty of the Pacific Northwest landscape, you know, the velvety moss, the foggy, misty air, the feeling of being so cold and so chill to the bone, but a dampness that makes you feel alive. And so the first few songs I wrote were really just reflective about how I felt about nature and about a person or a character who's learning to appreciate the environment and you know, the sustenance and the nourishment that nature can provide. And then I realized that there was like a unifying thread across my songs. And so I paused, I stopped writing the music for a bit and I just, you know, created an outline and a plot for the story and jotted down my ideas for all the songs, which became much more clear. So it really just started with me journaling and making time to reflect. And then I just kind of dove in. That's amazing. So this is your first show then. <laughs> It is my first show, but you know, I see musical theater is really just a musical story. And so I think having been a business psychologist in my past life, you know, that career was really centered on driving corporate change in organizations and rallying employees together around a common goal. You know, change management requires a business case, a story, a, a what's in it for me message. It's all about selling people on a story and a vision. And so I realized that Writing a musical has a lot of similarities. It's about first and foremost, telling a compelling story and bringing people along for the ride and treason is no difference. I mean, I can't think of a better subject matter in 2020 than climate change. And so that's really exciting that that's kind of what you've focused on during this pandemic, taking a little bit of action in the pause to create something new and something very relevant. <laughs> So why don't you tell us a little bit about the journey of the show in regards to the story and how you created that? Treason is a story about a young man named Ash, and he is a conflicted logging heir, and he's seeking redemption and purpose after the damage that's been done to the environment by his father's logging company. He meets a whole cast of characters. He meets a character named Tara, T-E-R-R-A, who's an environmental activist and the elements of water, wind, and fire. And they help him on his journey toward a possibly different life. As I mentioned, it's set in the Northwest where I grew up. And so writing the musical Treason, I was channeling that American nostalgia and that American energy. And so I was really looking to intentionally leverage traditional American genres while allowing each character to have a unique musical profile. And so, for example, Don, uh, he plays the role of the villain. Yes, that name was intentionally chosen. And he is Ash's father. And so he kind of has like this Wild West blues, like country vibe going on. The elements, water, wind, and fire, they're like super sassy and in your face. And they kind of have this like soulful, jazzy sound. The activists, you know, they have this stereotypical like hippie vibe. And so their songs have a lot of like folk inspiration with natural organic percussion. Tara, who represents the epitome of nature and being one with earth, her songs tend to have like a soaring indigenous soundscape. But I think the album 
as a whole does have a cohesive unified sound that really reflects like the tone of the show. And so I would say that the musical style is like Americana. Oh, I love all of those styles and like how you put that together. That sounds really interesting. How did you come up with those styles? Is that something that comes from you innately, like where like those are the styles that you kind of grew up with or is this kind of something new for you? Great question. I mean, I guess it's a little bit of both. I grew up listening to all kinds of music, all genres. I mean, I don't really discriminate. I listen to everything. I would say that it's interesting kind of how it played out. I wouldn't say I was that intentional in the beginning. Like I knew the personalities I wanted for each character. You know, the story is about this like Wild West, like blue collar logging company and kind of like manifest destiny. And so I was like, well, it should be kind of like Wild Westy bluesy for the main guy, for the dad. And the elements to me, I just, they're like the conscience of society, like over Ash's shoulder, like telling him what to do. So I was like, they need to be soulful and sassy. And so when I was collaborating with my arranger in London, it just happened. So I like to say that it was organic, but also thoughtful at the same time. I don't know. It just kind of happened naturally and it worked out. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Sometimes things come to you and it's not necessarily like this intentional moment, but it's still intentional and it's, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you've written the book, you've written the lyrics, you've written the music. You just mentioned the collaborator. Kind of tell us about that collaboration. Yeah. So like I said, I'm brand new. I'm very aware of my limitations and my lack of experience. And so I knew I could get as far as I could, but then I needed to find people who were better than me. And so I just put a bunch of ads up on the internet. Thank God for the internet and Facebook and YouTube. And I interviewed probably a dozen people and I picked my collaborator, Joseph Perdue, who's amazing because his previous work are really like rich and lush. They sound like epic movie soundtracks. And I knew that's kind of the sound I wanted. Like I wanted to bring people to nature, kind of like when you listen to his earlier stuff, it sounds like you're watching like the Lord of the Rings or like the Hobbit. And so I wanted to transport people into that natural environment. And so I got really lucky working with him. He course corrects me as he sees fits and we like have a push pull, you know, it's very much a dynamic, interactive, iterative process. That sounds amazing. And I think any collaboration, you always want to find people that can a do that push pull and then also really bring something to the project. I mean, Mm -hmm. no one writes a musical by themselves. Uh, Friend was just saying yesterday that they believe musical theater is the most collaborative art form out there. And I 100% agree. Yes, I feel like, I mean, I'm, like I said, new, but I've done my homework and my research and I know, I can just imagine the little bit that I've done just to get it to this phase, not even talking about getting it to the stage yet. I feel like it's planning a wedding times a thousand. I mean, you need like so many people. <laughs> that is so true. Absolutely. I have felt the same thing, like even producing like shows for high school or whatnot. But when I was writing my own show, like, yes, it's like a thousand times more planning than a wedding. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great analogy. So I feel like it's an easy answer, but at the same point, maybe you can go a little bit deeper into this question, but why do you believe that this story should be told now? Yeah, good question. I mean, I feel like the story should have been told yesterday (laughs) as soon as possible. I mean, as you talked about earlier in your intro, like climate change is real. I mean, I know there are skeptics out there who don't think so, but I think science shows that climate change is happening and we don't have a ton of time left as a society to course correct. And also I think 
today more than ever. And I've seen this in my work as a psychologist working for organizations in my former life, but like employees more than ever are, they're not satisfied with just working for money and working for the man. You know, they want something more in life. They want more meaning, more purpose. They want to work for companies whose values align with theirs and who are doing something to contribute to society. And so I feel like one, from a climate change perspective, the show needs to have happened like yesterday or a show like this. And two, I think it's just really relatable. People are reflecting more during pandemic times and thinking about how they want to spend their time and how they want to spend their futures. And so I think there's a lot people can glean from this. You know, there's already been like irreversible, irreparable damage and we're on track to continue to escalate things unless we can turn things around quickly. So I just think it's a topic that many people are passionate about and they want to see positive change. Treason in particular is about deforestation. And deforestation is a huge influencer in climate change. I mean, trees, especially like really big old trees, you know, planting new trees is fine, but old trees, they're the ones that are huge carbon sinks. And so the older the tree, the better. And I just think it's a good enough reason to tell this story to the world. Absolutely. And I love your answer yesterday. Within the title of your show, it's treason, but for listeners, they might not know how you're spelling it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? as well. <laughs> so treason, the eco-musical is spelled T-R-E-E-S-O-N. So the word trees is intentionally in the title. And I decided to call my musical treason because it's essentially about betraying the trees. I mean, treason spelled normally according to Webster, T-R-E-A-S-O-N is about betrayal, you know, and so I, it was kind of like a penny, like play on words. Just FYI, there is another musical out there that I just came across that's spelled treason the normal way about uh, the gunpowder plots. And so mine is not to be confused with that one. But I was just trying to pick a memorable name that really represented betraying planet Earth. No, that's great. And I love that pun. <laughs> so we're going to listen in a few minutes to one of your tracks, but this kind of goes into that, like what part of the development process? I know you said you started writing this in COVID, but you already have songs like tracked out and I'm excited to share that out. But tell us a little bit about where you're at, like full script, full amount of songs, like uh, yeah, there with that writing process. Yeah. Where are you at? So it's a really exciting week because the entire demo album just got finished this week. And so that's a huge milestone for Treason. So where I'm at is the demo is done, 19 songs, 65 minutes of music, and the script is in draft form. As you know, musicals don't get written, they get rewritten. And so I'm constantly tweaking and refining the script, but I'm in a place now where I am applying to a bunch of festivals and residencies and grants, mainly in the States. November and December is like a really busy time for these application windows. And so I was kind of harassing my arranger to get the demo done in time so I could make these deadlines. And so, yeah, where I'm at now is just promoting the show now, trying to get the word out there so that I can hopefully get access to a, a workshop or developmental opportunity to help, you know, to find a team of people to help me refine the script because it's hard doing it alone and I need people to look at it and to help me make it better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a little bit floored. We're going to go back. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get the demo done in COVID and where are you getting that done and how like, did that all happen? Because like, I know how hard it is to get a demo done. 
So I think this may be one of those times where ignorance is bliss. Like, I don't know what I don't know. And I don't know how long things usually take in a field that I am very unfamiliar with. And so I'm also not working. So this is like my full-time job. So it's really just been like my passion working 12, 14 hours a day, seven days a week. But in previous roles, when I was a psychologist, I was also a project manager. And so I'm really good at like staying organized and making project plans and spreadsheets and keeping track of things. And so, yeah, similar to how I found my collaborator, I found singers all over the world in so many different countries and was kind of like musical directing them globally, remotely, and just working with them on getting like lyrics out and backtracks out and pre-mixing sessions so that I can get over to my arranger to final mix. And yeah, I guess it, I guess it did kind of happen fast, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've been trying to get a full demo of my show for years. So we might have to talk afterwards. Yeah, uh, happy to. <laughs> yeah. But like, so where are the performers? Like you mentioned that they're all over the world. Tell me more. I have two singers here in Switzerland. I met one via a girl at a meetup. It's like a girl's roommate that I met at a meetup. And then a couple in Australia, a couple in the UK, one in Mexico, some in Canada, some in the US, one in Italy. So just all over. <laughs> if you could see my face, like I'm literally like mind blown. I think that's amazing. And yeah, we're definitely gonna have to talk after because that's that's incredible. I mean, even in normal times, putting a demo together takes a while, takes money. It takes like making sure you find the right people. Like you've mentioned, the arranger, the orchestra, like it's so many people, right? Again, mm -hmm. back to that idea of this is so collaborative. Amazing that you've been able to get that done in COVID. I mean, I do think there is a lot of pause for theater and singers and stuff. There isn't a lot going on. So that is like the advantage that you have right now, but that's mm -hmm. still... Very impressive. So good work. Thank oh, you. I'm even <laughs> Thank you. more excited to share out the music now, right? Like, <laughs> the story behind the music is always sometimes like so exciting. So very cool. Well, why don't we move into that? Why don't you give us a little bit of a background on the song that we're going to present today and maybe some story and then also how it kind of came about for you as a writer? Yeah, so the song that I chose to play is called Birth to Earth, and it's the final number of Treason. This was actually one of the last songs that I wrote, and it was kind of an accident. I was really struggling with composing this song because I knew the emotion that I wanted to incite in the audience to be bittersweet, heartbreaking, yet uplifting and inspiring. But I just couldn't get there when I put pen to paper. But I flipped back through the history of my journal and I found like three different poems that kind of seemed to fit together, like to form verses, the chorus and the bridge. And then I realized it was in the same key, the melodies I came up with as a pre-existing song that features its own like anthemic chorus. And so I put that in there as a reprise. It's probably too much information for you. I would say as far as the title, some astute musical theater nerds may also notice that the name Birth to Earth is a callback to another musical. It's actually a line from West Side Story. I have a twin sister and we used to like copy the phrase that Tony and Rick would say in that. You know, one of them would say, womb to tomb, and the other one would reply with birth to earth. And so because treason is about rebirth and growth and positive change, but also about life and death, I thought it was a very fitting name for the finale. And so I don't want to give too much away and spoil the ending of the show, but I can tell you that the song is an ensemble featuring a large number of environmental activists rallying together to inspire action in others in the audience. 
They are at the top of these cliffs that overlook the ocean with wildflowers and birds and fresh air. And just imagine one of the most beautiful natural settings you can conjure. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> so here it is. Here is Birth to Earth. I love the warmth I feel from morning sun across my tired face. I love the tickle of the gentle breeze that barely leaves a trace. I love the dampness of the morning dew that coats the waking Is that you appear, reminding us you're near? You surround us all around us, you're here. Is that you, my dear, telling us you're near? You surround us all around us, you're here. And we all must return to
Beyond it being amazing, I'm also like just pausing because I'm like, that all happened from all over the world. Like, <laughs> I think like is so amazing within what you're trying to say, like within the show, right? Like mm-hmm. talking about climate change that affects everyone. And here you have, it's not just a New York studio cast, right? Recording. It's like, there's so many people from all over the world coming together to sing this. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I mean, it wasn't like the easiest job to find singers, but it was easier than I expected because there are just so many people who want to be a part of telling this really important story and they want to be a part of the positive change. And so, yeah, I think that song has people from six different countries. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, I was absolutely jamming out to that. Such a cool like you said, the arranger like has created this soundscape in your ears that you really do feel like it's a more holistic sound that's coming, like a movie soundtrack, like you mentioned. Love it. Thank you. Yeah, he's probably so sick of me, but like I feel like every other song, I was like, Joseph, that song needs more birds chirping. Can you add more birds chirping so people feel like they're in nature? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> so... You're in this process, you're applying now to festivals and workshops and different opportunities. That's all exciting. It's a lot of work. If you are outside of the musical theater world, just putting together every application takes so much time. But I guess I'm wondering, what is your dream of the show? Like, where do you see the show? Like, if, you know, tell us a little bit about that dream. Like, do you see this on Broadway? Do you see it? What type of a theater? Where do you see it at? Yeah, really good question. I mean, I guess I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to see this on Broadway. I think that's every musical theater writer's dream. But I also feel like because the show is about the environment, I think it'd be really cool to see, you know, in in my dream world, the show being performed out in nature. I don't know how that could be accomplished, but like most of the show takes place in the woods. And so maybe it's like an outdoor auditorium or like a huge park with a bunch of trees around. I just feel like that would be really cool to see this done in a natural setting. I mean, the big, big dream, of course, and I don't know how you could measure this, but like, I mean, I want this to change people's lives. I want this to change people's behaviors. I mean, not just like walk out feeling like, oh, I've been educated, I've been entertained. And maybe I've even been inspired, but like, I want them to act. Like I want them to act now for the betterment of the planet. And that's my big dream. I think short term, like baby steps, I think it'd be really awesome to have this be workshops back home in Seattle where I'm from. I mean, there's so many great theaters there between like the Fifth Avenue or the Village Theater. And ultimately, I want to work with a team, a producer, a director, a designer, everybody who feels equally passionate about the environments to help represent the values of the show. 
those are some amazing dreams. I love them all. <laughs> but I would agree with you, like seeing this show out in nature, out, you know, seeing the earth like literally around you would be such a different experience than sitting in a cold, dark theater, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Great dreams. I love that. So, <laughs> Uh, before we go today, tell us a little bit about how, you know, if someone heard this, like, how do they get in touch with you? Or is there a way that they can learn more about treason? Yeah, so I'm on every social media platform under the handle at treason musical. So T-R-E-E-S-O-N musical. They can go to the website treasonmusical.com or email me treasonmusical at gmail.com. Awesome. So I also have this kind of random question for you that I'm going to throw yeah. at you feel like a lot of young people are very, you know, very aware of climate change and they do want to make a difference. Have you thought or have you seen the TikTok musicals and like, have you thought about integrating some of your work there? Because I just feel like it could be like this, again, a worldview platform of that. Oh my gosh. I... I actually haven't thought about it, but it's not a bad idea. I am like overwhelmed with technology just between like learning GarageBand and like GIMP and all these different, you know, the final draft script software to write the scripts. But it sounds like a great idea. I know there's been a lot of success with people on TikTok. I just need to figure out how to use the app first. <laughs> if there's anyone listening who is interested in helping with the TikTok musical and treason, please reach out on any of those handles. Because I think like, again, collaboration is key, right? Yes, definitely. Thank you. <laughs> I've been talking about it, thinking about it. And I mean, I just TikTok right now with musicals and people singing and all of that and duetting. I mean, it's kind of what's happening right now since everything else is paused. So it's kind of an exciting new platform to kind of create new musicals and getting your musical out there. Anyway, so I thought I'd ask. That's a good idea. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being on. I'm like so happy that we connected over social media. Like this is one of those joys of social media where you can connect with people from all over the world. And we're so excited to learn more about treason. We're excited about the development. We're really looking forward. So keep us in touch about anything new happening. And yeah, make sure that you check out their social media pages and follow along on this new journey about climate change and musical theater. A very apt story for 2020. Thank you again so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Musicals with Impact on Broadway Refocused, produced by Fashion Consort and part of the FC Podcast Network. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. To learn more about the Broadway Refocus Project and its musical theater curriculum, please visit broadwayrefocus.com. You can also join the conversation on Instagram or LinkedIn at Broadway Refocused. Thank you to Trevor List, who developed our graphic design, Iranian-American actor Rod Cyrus for their voiceover work, and Spencer Powell for our theme music. Stay tuned for our next episode. <laughs>